And we are back. This is the Midnight 30 Podcast, Sunday edition, episode 47. Still season one. Do you think we'll do season we'll do season two after we've basically in my mind, season two would happen whenever we have a new year, which would be January, you know, twenty twenty one. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. And so who are you? I'm Jeremy. Hi Jeremy. Hey, it's Hi. good to see you. Yeah. yeah. So we had a <laughs> we're just here hanging out Sunday night and uh you know, we thought, why not? Let's just hang out and have a podcast together. So, um... It's so random, too, because we wasn't planning on it. But no. Out of nowhere, I was like, hey, uh, plans are canceled. What are you doing? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Hey, it's Father's Day, so... Hey, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Um, You know, God bless you. Right. My father introduced me a horror, so big props to my dad. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh... Dads are incredibly important, uh... So just you, you dads out there, God bless you. Just keep up the good work. It's sometimes it's, but dude, being a dad. I mean, here's you. Being a parent is is hard. It is. It is. But um, you know, uh, I want to be a parent to a dog and some cat. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Well, I'll tell you, being a parent is tough, but it's incredibly rewarding. It is the most rewarding thing you'll ever do. Um, well, one of the most, I'd say one of the most, um, but you know, my wife, she does stuff that I, and has to deal with stuff that I never could imagine. And it's the same way where I deal with stuff and stuff that she never even thinks about. So it, it takes two. So just say happy father's day. I'm told fathers out there. It's a, it's a fun day. Um, and it was really relaxing for me today. I just, you know what? I, I was, I got to have a relaxing day. I, um, Got to just relax and uh, went to church and then went and ate some great Mexican food. Came back, took a nap, and uh, you know, and it was great. And I hung out with my family and wife, and uh, just you and me get to hang out and chill and do a podcast. So it's a pretty dang good Father's Day. So, um, anyways, uh, tonight this is solely what are we talking about tonight? The only well, not the we might you know get off on tangents but tonight <laughs> we're going to talk about one game what is that game bloodborne bloodborne because we have a tendency to talk about this game a lot in our podcasts well probably because it is one of my favorite games it is time. and it's and it's, it's, it's rightly so and it, it's a good game that deserves the recognition and uh tonight we're going to talk about just bloodborne stuff we're going to rave about it we're going to love about it. we're just going to just all bloodborne talk and then we're going to talk about, well, what would it be like if there was a second one? Like, what would we do? What would we love to see in a second one? Uh, the new PlayStation 5 is coming out. Um, I personally think they will do Bloodborne 2. I do believe they will do Bloodborne 2 at some point. I really do. Uh, they are remaking Demon Souls, which was the first. It was before Dark Souls. So Demon Souls I had. Demon Souls was the... Basically, Dark Souls was the kind of sequel to Demon Souls. So the first the first one was Demon Souls. Like that was it. And um I played that game. I did not beat it. I did not even get I didn't get that far in it. I didn't understand I just did not grasp how hard this game was. It was meant to be hard. And uh I remember in Demon Souls this big huge knight with red eyes up on the very top of this castle in a corner and he saw me and just ran at me and kill me with one hit. I lost all my souls. I decided I'm going to go up there and get him. 
he kills me again all my souls are gone it was a gut-wrenching experience <laughs> it was awful but i can imagine because i didn't try dark souls 3 mm -hmm. i bought it because uh, i really love bloodborne and i was like oh, i want to try dark souls because everybody speaks really highly of it but they also say it's one of the hardest games ever so right i, I played it and i i'm doing okay up to the point where you get to the point where you pull the sword out of the guy and then this is three, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he decimates you. The big, big, big guy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, uh, I have played Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. I have never beat any one of them. Um, there was a game, the, the company that, uh, it was, um, oh, the company that makes these games. Oh, it's, it's. Is it software? Yeah. They, they made a game. It was some ninja game. I remember playing that game, and I liked it, but it was a very, very hard game. Very, very hard game. And then they did Demon Souls, and they're known for these games just very, 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 very hard. Right. So, I can understand that, why they make them hard, because that's kind of their shtick. But... If you um, want to try the hardest game that's similar, yeah. try Ghosts and Goblins on the NES. Oh, Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> but did you ever play Ghosts and Goblins on the PlayStation 2? It was a 3D version. It wasn't as good. I thought there was a Super no. NES version. No, I'm lying to you. It wasn't on the PlayStation 2. It was on the PlayStation. It was a 3D version. I did not know that. It wasn't good. Wasn't it good. wasn't they good. Uh, I mean... Transfer well, I guess? Uh, in my opinion, I didn't think it was good. But it still had the same deal where you get this armor, and then you get hit, you lose part of your armor. Uh, mm. And the comparison to Demon's Souls and... and um, Dark Souls and Ghosts and Goblins is pretty apt, actually. I never thought of They're that. They're really hard. I mean, they are. They are. That's a really, really good analogy, actually. Um, so, but yeah, we 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 love Dark Souls. So just, you know, today you said you sorry tonight you said you played Dark Souls this week. It's Dark Souls, Bloodborne. <laughs> you played Bloodborne. So, uh, Bloodborne, what'd you do? And you said to uh, just do it unarmed. Took me forever to kill that werewolf, but once I got oh the one that the, the first like that's the first enemy the you see can, right yep, <clears throat> behind him, and then you swing him, and then he you stagger him yes and the fist and then <laughs> you're good to go, and I tried that with almost everybody I came across until it came to the point where you come to where they're all gathered around the same group right so you throw rocks to get one at a time yeah and even then it's kind of a challenge so. Yeah. And then I realized, okay, instead of going completely unarmed, I'll have a gun so I can stagger them. And, right. And then I ran out of bullets. Um, it's incredibly hard. I tried to do it unarmed, and I was like, oh, here's what I'll do. I'll make my, uh, max out my strength and stamina at the very start. It's still really hard. Sure. I mean, your fists don't do a heck of a lot of damage. No. So. Yeah, I tried that, and then I ended up uh, picking up a saw cleaver just after knocking it down. So good. Right before you talk to Eileen. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. I'll just go through, grab everything, <clears throat> knock it down, talk to Eileen, take the bold hunter's uh, mark that she gives you. Yeah. I'll jump down there, grab the weapon, kill all the rats, yeah. and collect everything. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. I don't know why. But yeah. Well, one thing that I love about Bloodborne is... And I don't know if they meant to do this, but I feel like they do is that their their appreciation for literature and horror literature 
and just the horror, you know, community, just horror in general. But I mean, you 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 go down there and you you can pick your guy to look like this medicine. You know, you can have the, the creepy medicine man mask, you know, and oh, I love it. or you can have this top hat and. I mean, just he looks like a gothic demon hunter. You should have your guy do whatever you you have him look at like however you want, but still, the aesthetic is always catering to this horror genre. And then the first thing you kill is like a werewolf. You're going. This is this is. It's great. like being stuck in a nightmare, and you yeah. have to fight your way out of it. I mean, you're going. Really this good. is fun. I mean, the first thing that you, th- as a kid, I remember with horror. I remember vampires and werewolves and ghosts. Those are things I remember. And then everything from there just, you know, continued to just, you know, build. So I really, really liked uh, the the fact that you just, you see this werewolf and you kill it. And then from there, the monsters just keep on getting bigger and more grotesque. Uh, and then there's some H.P. Lovecraft. Which I love. Oh, yeah. And then what was it? The Brotherhood of the Wolf? The Excuse outfits me. from that yes. movie inspired it and the weapons that can transform. Yes. Remind me to show that to you later because, yes. I mean, it is just so awesome. Yeah. It's like a combination of yeah. all that together. It just, yeah. I don't know. It's just so great. I like I, how they put it. And I do like the, how that <clears throat> this game, it was, I believe, Bloodborne was a little bit easier than the Dark Souls. It, it really, really was. Because you were focused more on being aggressive and there was a wasn't there like a little meter in there where you get your health back the more you yes so it's you you get hit oh shoot you don't tuck away you go and you hit that guy that just hit you and that was super fun to me and uh the the weapons cater to that i use the blunderbust a lot i mean the big old uh shotgun that was I love that gun. That was good. And then you said the saw cleaver. Yeah. Saw cleaver was great. Which is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Use. I mean, I used to love the axe until I realized how fast I can actually strike people down with the other ones. You do the trans, you slash, transform, slash, transform, yeah. and then just keep transforming it. And yeah. then if your uh, stamina is really high, you can really take down anybody. What's the max? Is there a max level in that game? Uh, 99 for oh, yeah. everything, I believe. Uh, but I never got that high. I'm, um, every time I hit New Game Plus, I start a new character. Ah. Because, I don't know, um, I just like the idea of starting from nothing. And working now, the out. New Game Plus, <clears throat> whenever you start New Game Plus, are the enemies harder, or are they the same? They take more hits. They do. I noticed that. Because, um, instead of, you are like, with, you got a plus 10 weapon, take anything down hit the new game plus it's going to take at least three swings okay so everything is harder but your rewards are higher too like um in a place where you used to pick up a gym that was really precious the first time around second time around it's going to be like kin cold blood i believe Uh which you know you smash over your face and you get like twenty thousand blood echoes or something like that and the blood echoes are basically your currency. Right, which is the, the souls. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> which connects with you know, the dark souls, the demon souls. Um, so the you play this way more than I have now. You and I both have... I have played... I have conquered Bloodborne. I, I played against all the bosses and everything. I did that. 
Um, even the DLC, I, I collected all the umbilical cord stuff, and I got to fight the last boss. I, I played through Bloodborne two times, and I played the DLC. Um, <clears throat> but you played a section of the game that there were these tombstones that right. you go to. What were those again? Oh, um, the Chalice Dungeon. Yes. Now, what were those like? Were those like arenas, basically? Um, they, there's just these random dungeons where you can pick up like um, you pick up some insight. You can pick up extra blood echoes, poison knives, Molotovs, you name it, and you get more insight because there's these bosses that aren't anywhere else but in the Chalice Dungeon. So are they bosses that I will never see? You've probably seen a few of them before. Okay, they're just beefed up versions of them? Basically. Okay. Um, some of them are actually fairly new, and you can get outfits that aren't really? available. Really? Okay, so I've so that's something that... Um, I'm Again, this has been a while back, but I'm pretty sure I didn't do any of those. Did I have to do those for the umbilical, the umbilical cords? No, this is completely simple. Okay. I okay. recommend it, do it when you're first starting out, though, because they're so much easier. But when you're new game plus, oh, it's ungodly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I recommend you doing those, and you can pick out new like new outfits and uh, just a lot of new stuff, new weapons. Yeah, you can buy yourself the same kind of weapons, but like uh, there's a little place where you can buy. You know how they have the fountain. The fountain yes, I remember the fountain. There's like uh, a fountain in some of the dungeons that you get into later on, where you can buy an uncanny saw cleaver, an uncanny <sighs> lost parasite. Is that better, the uncanny? I believe so. If I think so too. You know, I remember the uncanny stuff, yes. If you fortify enough, it's going to be a lot better than the last one. Yes. But I still haven't managed to uh, yeah. get to that point yet, but I think after a while, yeah. maybe maybe I can reach it. <laughs> so what would you believe the hardest... I'll just... Because this is kind of just easier. What is the hardest boss, in your opinion, in Bloodborne? Now, we're including DLC... Which is the old hunters, right? Right. So, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. So, out of including DLC, what is the hardest boss in Bloodborne? That would probably be Ludwig the Accursed, I believe. Okay, now what's this? He's one? the fire guy who. Uh, the one that we've talked wait, about? Is his name Ludwig? <clears throat> or is he. He's the last vicar. Yeah, the, he, the fire guy. The yeah, tough, the, 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 you climb that big, huge staircase, and yeah. there he is. The cleric beast in a new fire form, basically. Yeah. Um, he's probably the hardest, but I figured out how to take him down. And that's the one that you and I have talked about before, where you have beaten him solo, right? Right. I have not. I had to have somebody in there help me. Well, what you do is you take a beast blood pellet, right, and then you use your uh, fire paper or static paper, whatever it was. Volt yeah. paper, that's what it was. Yeah. Use that and then uh, do slash transform, slash transform on each one of his arms and legs. Right, right. And then you'll, he'll fall down and then you just do it to another one. And then you'll stagger him eventually and then, and you got it. And then he'll do the thing where he falls down and right. then he'll be spitting stuff at you and you dodge. That's, I, I died on that one where I, I remember playing it solo, I had one hit. One hit left to do to him. Just one. And he killed me. And after that, I remember realizing, oh, I need to call somebody in. And uh, 
you don't you like ring a bell or something to call yeah. somebody? So I rang a bell, and finally, thank God, somebody came in and helped me. <laughs> and this guy knew his uh, stuff. He played against him hundreds of times, you know, probably, and he he did most of the work. You should have had the Evelyn, the gun that you find at the uh, uh, what was that place called? The place where you go to fight. Uh, you catch that carriage. Yes, I remember the carriage. And you ride into that uh, the, the vampire's place. Yeah, the home of yeah. the wild bloods. Yeah. You pick up an, a gun called Evelyn. And you can only carry it if you have a certain amount of like arcane. But this gun is really, really powerful. And you can just one shot enemies sometimes. Oh, that'd be nice. But you also got to fortify the heck out sure, of it. Sure, sure, sure. Is that during the? Is that the place where they had the? The enemies with the top hats. Wasn't it like that giant? It was like a Frankenstein character. Uh, he had a big, huge top hat, and he was giant. That character was neat. Uh, I think that was in the Cathedral Ward that you're thinking of. Yeah, you're like was, thinking, oh, he's so scary, but then like, you wait until he lifts up the yeah, the cane and you yes. shoot him once. I mean, yeah, he was pretty easy to fight, but I mean, his his animation and just the way he looked was, I mean, for lack of a better term, was just very, very cool. Yeah, when I seen it, I was like, what is this? Yeah. I mean, why do you have a Michael Myers mask on? <laughs> Those characters, the animation on them are just great. All right. Um, beauty. So, we love Bloodborne. Oh, probably one of my favorite games of all time, next to Silent Hill Resident Evil. Yeah. I hated it at first, though, because I did not know you were supposed to die. Yep, you, you will die, yes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know you were supposed to die and awaken the hunter's dream, yep. so the first time I played it and the werewolf killed me, Yep. I turned the game off because I didn't know that you were supposed to awaken. Yep. <laughs> My son has asked me times before, yeah. he said, is there games like that where you have to die? I said, yeah, there is. Um, so I like it, it brings new grand there. I do, too. So the... Okay. So we got um, the hardest part. What do you like most about Bloodborne? Uh, probably because uh, as somebody who's a horror fan, it reminds me of a lot of, you know, like movies like Brotherhood of the Wolf. Um, there's even some hints of Mouth of Madness in there. like Ton. Yeah, yeah. The guys Mouth with of the Madness. axes yes. and they talk about the old ones. Yes. And, and, the old ones is a huge anybody, and I, I've never I guess I have read H.P. Lovecraft and I don't know it because H.P. Lovecraft is almost every I wouldn't say almost a large portion of horror is from H.P. Lovecraft excuse me I have never read any of H.P. Lovecraft's original works I have a whole big tome in my house of H.P. Lovecraft um, I have his complete works on my Kindle. Every single, every single book he's ever, every single word he's ever, you know, done, created. I have it on my Kindle. I have not read any of it. Here's something <clears> I recommend <throat> to you. Next time you're working out, look up on YouTube the Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Some guy read it. I mean, it's the audio book. Sure. And it's free domain because I guess that's. Yeah, it's, it's so old. Yeah, yeah, and just listen to that while you're working out. That's a good idea. I've done that a little bit at work. Uh, whenever I'm doing laundry and cleaning stuff, yeah. listen to it. It's interesting so far. Uh. Although there is a movie, um, 
that came out called uh, Resurrected, which is based on one of the books. Resurrected. Okay. I want to get you to watch that for Halloween because I think you'd like it. It's a little aged. I know how you feel about older uh, movies, yeah. but it has the guy who played in the original Fright Night as. Really, the one that was the vampire. Yeah. Oh, fun. Okay. And you know, like in the eighties, he was just, like a big horror. Yeah, he guy. was. He was well. People wanted him for a horror film. Yeah, I think you would like it. Okay. Even though it's a little aged, but they used um, practical effects. Oh, I like that. It is. It's really good. You need to watch the movie Underwater, which is Call of Cthulhu. What? Yep. You need to watch the movie. I'm not, I'm totally spoiling it. Just watch the movie. Just watch the movie called Underwater. It just came out you know, this year. Uh, it's with uh, Kristen Kirsten or Kristen Stewart, the gal that was the Bella off the Twilight movies. Yeah, she had her mouth halfway open the whole All time. All the time. <laughs> but she did really, she did really good in this movie. I will say she did very good. This movie, I enjoyed it so much because I was watching this. I was here going, that creature is has to be called Cthulhu. It has to be. And I was looking at it going, no, it, it is. It must. And right at the beginning of the movie, they. Have an expert that from H.P. Lovecraft, so an excerpt from it. So, um, yeah, watch Underwater. It is a very good movie. I and like of it course, a lot. Uh, in Bloodborne, the <clears throat> Cthulhu character is named Imandalia. Is that the, who's the Cthulhu? Is that the last like umbilical cord one? Oh no, um, you uh, you go to the uh, the Nightmare Frontier where you have to fight her and everything's poisonous and there's rocks everywhere oh i think i remember that yeah and uh she was actually pretty hard the first time i fought her so i realized that the moment she puts her head down you yes. know and transforms magnet. well the one thing i like about the bloodborne all these games that you just you look for the tell of the of the enemy oh they're gonna do this after they do that boom now i go to town okay you you get some some health knocked off them. Okay, now you're ready to go again. You memorize their moon pattern. Yes. And you know what we're going to do. <clears throat> Which is very old school, you know, video games. It really is. Um, and, but one thing about Bloodborne is that I liked it because let's say you mess up and you get hit, the other game's like, oh, you got to back up and try to see what happens. No, you get hit. Shoot, I got to go in and hit them to get some of my health back. So you go and do that. And it's it's great because you need to focus on their pattern, but you want to hit them first, and then focus on the pattern because you want to get your health back. And then it's roll, heal, and then yes. go back in and get some of it back. Yeah, oh, it's great. Or I, visceral attack. Yeah, oh, get a bunch I, of it back. That was that was something that I really appreciate about this game. Uh, you know, Bloodborne is is a game that I remember I played it, and then my wife watched me play, it and she she didn't really like it. Uh, but I, I remember playing that game. I beat it all the way, and I played it again. And I did the new game plus or whatever to get the new ending, and I beat that game within a week, like one and like you know two playthroughs, and t that's like big for for me to get that in my life. How long did that take you? Like I mean, estimate. <sighs> I mean, if I'm being. I'd say um, four, oh God, 
gosh, I mean, I'd say four times five, let's say five. Uh, 35 hours. I'd say 35 hours just in order to do everything. Um, the first time probably took me more, but the second time, like, oh, I'm, I'm beefed up. I can go do it again. Now, I did this with the help of uh, YouTube and walkthroughs so I can get the umbilical cords quickly because I wanted to beat the final boss, you know, to beat how it's supposed to be. So that helped a lot. If I didn't have those things, that probably would have been, you know, close to 60 hours, you know, or something like that. Um, so I did use a lot of the internet to help me out to find those things. I did the fool's Russian approach and I memorized where all, all the creatures are yeah. figured out what they're going to do so and you're good at that i'm just i'm not i'm not as i, I I'm, I'm not as good at that well it's a hands-on approach right you learn by doing yeah you do you do and me i'm here going if i can look at if i can look up a video and say oh this is how you do it okay and i do it it's done but i i don't get the same reward as you know figuring it out i really don't and that is a bummer but also i'm here going just because of time's sake I'm here going, well, you know, I, I remember the game came out and I would play it. I would start playing it about, you know, nine or eight and I'd get done around midnight to one, but I have to go to work the next day. <laughs> so you're and like, I'm going to end it right here. It was just, there was a point I had to stop, you know, um, and uh, on the weekends, you know, I, I did that and it was, it was really fun. I did enjoy that game a lot, but once it was done, I was happy because I invested so much time into it and I was felt completion. Like, oh, I, I beat this game, it was fun. I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Um, but that's what's so cool is that that game, it, it, it sucked in just like a really good book where you were you were trying to figure out these, these intricate characters and these horror, you know, characters from you know literature you know you got the wolfman you got frankenstein people you got vampires but it was so twisted it's like oh i know that werewolf but it looks different it was a twisted version of horror which i loved it's like hey here's the horror version that you have but i'm going to twist it up like, really so twisted horror which you know the victorian era oh but, but then but then you twist it it's like it's, it's I, it was so unique and i i, I thought it was just a great take on it and I, I enjoyed it very, very much. So I hope they, I hope they do a second one. So, um, well, word has it they're supposedly there. They, they, they may. And so let's take a break, and then we will come back and talk about what we would like to see in the second one. Sound good? All right, sounds good. All right. Okay. Well, we will come back here in a second to talk about Bloodborne Two. To be continued. That's right. <laughs> All right. See you guys. All right. Later. back so minute 30 podcast we're going to talk about what if and we both personally think that there's going to be a bloodborne too right right so there should be anyway. there should be and the new ps5 is going to be coming out this year oh. <laughs> um you know i here's the i will get a new playstation 5 a new xbox but i'm going to wait for the I'll, I'll have it come out, I'll have people review it, and I'll take a look to see if it's worth it or not because, excuse me, um, a lot of these things really just need to work out the kinks. And that's been the case for the past three console cycles just to... Get through the alpha stage. Yeah, just get through it and just 
See, oh, we need better, we need better stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'll, I'm looking forward to it. I don't, I'm not going to get one right out of the gate. It's just, it's a not a. That's a lot of money. It is, and it's all. It's never been a good idea, in my opinion. It hasn't been a good idea because you have, you know, I bought the 360 right out of the gate. I had the red ring of death twice and i had to get a new console i mean i had to pay for it but they so had, had a new console twice new console twice i didn't have to pay for it because they was under warranty but it was a nightmare um xbox you know one my our first xbox one actually is really tough it's up in my son's upstairs i bought an xbox one x the one that first came out i got it um used on ebay it's a great console i love it but it was getting too hot so i had to take it apart re you know, redo the thermal paste and stuff. It didn't, I mean, redoing that cost me literally like $15. It wasn't a big deal, but I had to do that. Um, if I would have waited and bought a newer one, you know, I, you know, I, I mean, we could have got a better deal, but at the same time, I mean, I got it really cheap. So either way, I've found that if I wait and get the consoles, I'm going to get a, I'm not going to spend as much money. I'm going to get a better console. That's just ultimately it. The Xbox X, I have one now. The one I bought, the new thermal paste is better and it's going to, it's better than what it was before. So that's cool. Um, PlayStation, you know, bought a, <clears throat> bought a PlayStation 4 when it first came out. Not, not, not when it first came out, bought it whenever there was a sale going on. Okay, great. On eBay, got a great deal. Then I went to... Um, got a PS4 Pro. Okay, awesome. Just it's just about to wait, you know, and get a good deal. So, you know, the only I, I don't know. They would take a really amazing game coming out right out of the gate to make me buy a console day one. I mean, you have to really want. To. I would really be like, oh, this game's out. I ha I want to play this right now. I must get it. Oh, I, I want to get it. Um, if they did that with Bloodborne too. You know, uh, if they did Bloodborne too, I would probably go out and get it. I, I would. Um, I really, unless there was like a big deterrent. So, anyways, we're talking about what if, and we believe when the Bloodborne two comes out, what would you want to have it be like? So, what would you want Bloodborne two to be like if and when it comes out? Oh, that's a tough one because I do like the Victorian era kind of thing. Yeah. Would it be the same era or would maybe kick it up a notch and like say, I want to say 1920s, but like. That's so a really good question. I would personally like to have them keep it in the same era. Which would be nice because uh, I imagine all the new outfits yeah. that they come out with. I mean, there's just so much. Attire yeah, for yeah. and I think, you know, and I, I what they should probably do is, I, I, here I'm thinking, oh, I won't think keep it the same era, but they probably should move it forward a little bit. They probably should just get the longevity from it. So let's say they move it, you know, up to the, here's the most modern I would want them to go. The most modern I would want to be the 1950s. That's the most modern. I was thinking 1920s because the sure. silent films, uh, not oh, brought to, you know. See, that's even better. Yeah, so 1920s. I think if they went to 1950s, I still think it would be really fun. 
I mean, it almost be film noir, you think? Yeah, it would. Yeah. I mean, you uh, know, have like a, a duster and like yeah. a fedora. Uh, I agree. I, I really do. I think that it would be something like that. Um, I think it's something that would be really, really good uh, to have the the 1950s, but 1920s. Oh, the Nosferatu. I think that's that's like that's like nail on the head. I mean, that is perfect. Yeah, because I think isn't that when he wrote Call of Cthulhu? In that HP? Man, I don't know. I don't know, brother. I really don't. I could have almost sworn it was in the nineteen twenties because that's when it uh, would surprise me. The campaigns on the Dungeons and Dragons Call of Cthulhu is based mostly in the nineteen twenties. Really? Neat. That's it. So uh, either way, yeah, the new let's say a new Bloodborne put it. Man, I really that's gonna be cool. Okay, so just put it in the future. You know, not obviously modern now. Uh, now, what was the story of the original Bloodborne? The story? Oh, wow. What was it? Because I, honest to God, do not know. So what was it? Okay, so uh, there was a church who okay. discovered um, an old one or her think of a different term alien blood and they realize the healing properties it has and then they like developed their whole sacrament around this healing blood right and then they started sharing it with all the members everybody started getting it and then after a while some people started turning bad almost like the polio vaccine right and then next thing you know they had to uh abandon their old yarn because oh the yarnum I forgot about the yarnum yeah now what was the yarnum the, the old yarnum where um, everybody turned to beasts and there was a group of guys protecting it because yes. they're like they did their Herschel thing from like the Walking Dead where they're like oh they're still people don't don't harm them they're they're no, no harm to you from the above yep and then basically it started turning bad for a regular yep. yarnum that's above it so, yeah. Uh, from what I can, can see of it, the church, everybody that was partaking in the blood was turning bad. Right. And they were all turning into these unsightly beasts. Yes. <laughs> and it went from there. And then they find you, who is a wanderer. Yeah. Pulling through. You're, you're just a passerby. You want nothing to do with it. But then they inject you, and they're like, oh, you're going to you're gonna help us tonight. Yeah. And then go from there. Yeah. But you're also stuck in this dream state where you can awaken and reawaken and then they have nightmares uh, it's just crazy you just keep on going and even after you beat the game you reawaken they have to do it all over again like you're stuck in this never ending loop so it's just life <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see what's in the next life tell you the truth I'll tell you what, but, but, but <laughs> one thing I like about this this game is <clears throat> okay so sorry sorry I'm I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I am uh, going back to the previous. So, in, if I would have a Bloodborne two, I would want. Um, <clears throat> I would like some some Poe put in there. Edgar Allan Poe. I would like. Yeah, I think Poe would be would it be accurate. I think Poe would be good. Maybe you'd 20s. have some ravens flying around. Yeah. Around. Now, if you got 
like even the literature I'm thinking of is still like in the 70s that I'm thinking of. Uh, the 50s, I'm not familiar with much literature. The only literature I'm familiar with, like, you know, you know, back then is like, you know, Poe, H.P. Lovecraft. Um, so get more of that stuff in there. I would really enjoy that. I would love some more Frankenstein stuff. I think Frankenstein would be very, very neat. And I would like some just old school vampires. Just, I think that'd be really neat. Just an old school, like Nos, sorry, Nos, Nosferatu. Just a really, you know, like, hey, here's the Nosferatu character. I think that'd be really fun to watch. I would like also to see more um, <clears throat> Call of Cthulhu-esque stuff in there. I think the RPG aspect and level design is great. I, I would like to see some loot aspect where some random loot drops. Like, hey, you killed this person, you know, this thing, now you get a better sword. I would like that. Um, they did have quite uh, a bit of weapon. They, they did. And I would like for, like, hey, you, but a random drop where, hey, you, you killed this individual, now you have a sword that's plus five. You know, I would like that. Starting out would be amazing. Yeah, I would. But I don't want it to get so stupid because there's some games where you're playing, like, oh, I killed this thing. Now you drop this gun that was, you know, negative five, and it, the, the, the weapons are just not as good, you know, and you get all this junk, and just, it, I, I don't like that. But I would like to have them integrate some some form of that. What did you think of the witches in the witches can make channel? The witches were great. Uh, and if you had like a, you pull out your torch, you notice how they were more scared of it. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they hated fire. They hated fire. Yes, yes. Um, I would, I would really enjoy that. Um, I would like you to have a. If you had your own like <clears throat> world, like a world, like your own like little hut. And let's say you killed this monster and then you put their head or something in your your house and you did that. Now you get, you know, you killed this witch, you know what, now you get like plus, you know, half a percent against fire. I don't know what it is, just something small. But it gives you that feedback of just like, oh, I, I killed that witch. Cool. That's neat. And I got her head there and it gave me feedback. Neat. Now let's go to the next thing. I think that type of feedback would be so helpful. Did you talk to all the windows and the doors that had the light by them? No. All of them? I mean, I remember talking to some of them because I had to. Well, uh, some of them, uh, there's just any place that you see a light right beside you can talk to them. Even if it's something that's like in, insignificant to the storyline. But I just thought it was so cool that like you just randomly talk to him and it'd be somebody inside screaming or it'd be some guy going, praise you, praise the church, I, I wish you luck on your hunts, and then you move on. And then I don't know, I just thought it was so cool how every place that had the light next to it yes. talked to him. Even if it added nothing to the story, they were just there. Yeah. And some of them would be like, oh, best of luck to you. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was good. I the the thing is in the new era. Everybody was in quarantine. They kind of were, weren't they? <laughs> nobody was around except you and monsters. Yeah, because nobody left the house. No, nobody's like I'm staying here. There's 
werewolves outside. <laughs> Nobody did anything. No, you're right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I do wish if we have a new, you know, we have this Bloodborne too. I I want to keep the fighting style. Um, Maybe some new weapons. Maybe, absolutely, know. new weapons would be would be great. And if they didn't bump it up to the 1920s and 1950s, the guns would be. Amazing. Yeah, you would have more guns, but I don't. I I I am. Um, I don't want to get rid of their melee because their melee was so good with the swords and everything. Just if they had some just some more advanced guns, it'd be fine. Uh, my my hesitation with the you know more guns is like oh it's a shooter. I don't want it to be a shooter. Right. Um, if it was a shooter, that would be a whole different deal. And I like shooters, I really do. Um, but I would like to see them. Yeah, you could have some cool, really neat stuff. You got like flamethrowers or something like that. <clears throat> you got some cool grenades. Did you ever pick up the flamethrower? Was there a flamethrower in the first there one? There was. There was a guy that you, when you first light the first lamp, you keep talking to that guy who's in the first one. Yeah. And eventually he's like, oh, this sickness is taking over me. I don't think yes. I'll be around much longer. Yes. Here, take this. I did get that. Yeah. Because I remember that conversation. Yeah. And then you fortify it and then. I, haven't I never it. used it. I do not remember. I, I did I not. I it. I remember that. <laughs> I did not use that, but I remember that conversation, so I did get it. But, but have you returned whenever he became the beast and broke out of the window? I did. And then you had to kill him? Yeah, I did. And then you I picked did. up the beast. Uh, the, the claws. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, I did. Um, so, <clears throat> who would be the big bad guy in Bloodborne 2? <laughs> I don't know. Um... Bad. It seems like they would have to get some new monsters. What if the bed, the big bad guy was like this name called Hella Patricius or something like that connect with H.P. Lovecraft? What if we see some Clive Barker beasts up in there? Oh, man, if you, you know? get Cl hey, Clive Barker, if you get Clive Barker lore in that game, sign me up. I mean... Be in the 80s. If you get, you get Clive <laughs> Barker in there... I will buy that thing instantly. I will. I'll be, you get you get some Clyde Barker stuff in there. Take my money. I'm I'll just imagining I'll like you know like a, a tire from the 1980s, a new kids on the block T-shirt, yes. some torn pants, yes, or a Guns and Roses T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which would be keep amazing. On, keep on talking about it. It's great. Keep on going. Oh, uh, it would be great. Here it would almost go. be like a Stranger Things kind of thing. Yeah, well. but just darker Stranger Things. Yeah, we just be darker, strange things. That might be Bloodborne Three. Oh, For great. all we know, they can be uh, going nice and twenties in the nineteen fifties. Then Clive, 1980s. Clive, make another good horror book. The last one I read was in Infernal Parade. It was it was good. It was a little like short stories. Infernal Parade. It was good. Um, yeah, I like I like. I still want to read uh, Lord of Illusions. You I... should you should read it. No wait, no no. I never read it. No, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Read read Lord of Illusions, the actual book. Don't do the one that is based off the movie. Don't do that. That's different. That's really just the movie retelling in book form. You still haven't seen that movie, have you? I have. I, I watched it. Yeah. What did you think? Um, it was... Uh, the, I mean, the... the The magician that was bad but good 
you know, the, what's his name, Ron Howard's brother. Oh. Uh, you know? I, I thought he was okay. Um, the acting was bad. Uh, the, the, Harry Demore, the, the, the detective is great because he's a character. Leap guy? Yes. He, <laughs> he occurs much more in, in Clive Barker's literature. Okay. So I did enjoy him. Uh, the movie, I just did not like. I mean, I, but here's the deal. I, I thought I, it was very Manson family. Yeah. Like everybody totally leaves is. their life just to go back yeah. to it and then they regret it. I agree. I mean, it is Manson family. Yeah. It's a really good comparison. I did not, I, mean, I don't like, I, I can appreciate Clyde Barker's films, but I would not like them if I did not like his writing. <laughs> I love his books. His books are great. Aberat, his books are okay. I don't, I'm not a big fan of his Aberat books. I've read two of them. I need to read the last one and I think there's another one coming up. His movies, I don't think are very good. I don't. I don't think it's very good. The, the, there was it just doesn't translate well. It doesn't. Have there, you seen Sleepwalkers yet, though? Nope. And that was him and... Now, when him and Stephen King were in it, did they produce and direct? I believe they collaborated. Okay. So, so I got. I haven't seen that one. But the best, honestly, the best Clive Barker movie that I have seen, and I don't believe he directed it. I don't. I could be wrong. But it was The Midnight Meat Train, which was based off of a short story. Was it more of a hostile kind of thing? Kind of. Uh, and I did not like that movie. But it was better than the other stuff. I watched the, uh, the oh, what's one where the guy goes, the, goes to the cemetery and he's, he's bitten by something. He turns into this bad thing and he's like, visits all these monsters was that night uh night something night uh, uh, oh my gosh the night it's not night crawlers night breed night breed night breed the moon face okay. guy was actually the, creepy the premise of night breed <laughs> right great idea great idea super cool all these weird spooky characters and you try to give them character and they're not monsters they actually have feelings they have ideas they have you know goals i thought that was a great idea but the delivery is bad horrible execution awful execution and then there's a serial killer in the middle of this crap don't know yeah nightbreed i i appreciate why people like it but here's the deal clive barker keep on keep on doing your books your books are phenomenal you're a great author your video games, I think your video games are phenomenal. Love them. Love his video games. Uh, Clyde Barker's Jericho, probably one of my favorites. But his movies, God bless it. The, I mean, that's Midnight Me Train and then the first Hellraiser. And the first Hellraiser was rough, but all just it was totally ahead of its time. That's, you know, so yeah, back to Bloodborne. You give me some, some Clyde Barker in there. Sign me up. I'll buy that, dude. That actually would be cool. Imagine Clyde Barker and Edgar Allan Poe kind of stuff. Like, oh, that'd be great. Like, but, you know, it kind of be the genres, you know, couldn't, you know, mix because, you know, 1920s, 1950s. You know, it just it couldn't happen. But, I mean, if you got a book that was... If I put some cathedrals, what would it be? Ah, uh, you have to... Mm. Um, old Catholic churches. 
That's what I was thinking. Which is kind of a cathedral. I mean, you couldn't exactly use a laser tag, kind of. No. (laughs) Kind of place. Um, You know, and that's kind of the same. You know, it would be old cathedrals, old Catholic churches, kind of the same thing. Um, Yeah. Character customization would be great if they, like, amped it up a bit. Yeah. I I I mean, the last one, like, you could do crazy stuff. You could. And a lot of it was just kind of silly, but which was fun about it, which I liked. But I would like... um, more just just go farther with you know go deep into literature of horror just if you just go deep if they just went deeper into horror and just put that in video game form that was respecting the genre i'd love it you know go to the wendingo uh go to ghosts Go to the primitive era. Oh, right there. yeah. That would be great. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be Maker so Maker of Neanderthal. Cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean just do that. that really just gnarly stuff. Now, one thing is that you and I, we, we, we like horror, but that would maybe be more niche, I think. And dinosaurs aren't exactly, you know, Lovecraftian. We did ghost dinosaurs. Ghost demon, <sighs> ghost demon <laughs> dinosaurs. Mixed with Clyde Barker, sign me up. I don't know, man. Um, I think a lot of those dinosaurs by themselves, they don't even have to be ghosts to be terrifying. You know True. I mean? True. Like, imagine going out to fight this shark that is like five oh, times God. bigger than you. Freaking love sharks. Sharks are so great. They're crazy. I do. Yeah. There's a, they can go either way with this. They could. And, you know, I, I think they will do a Bloodborne 2 because everybody's begging for it. Uh, that's the one thing. If, you know, whenever PlayStation 5 comes out, if they are saying, hey, Bloodborne 2 is coming out, I would get a PlayStation 5 for Bloodborne 2. I would. That would make me get the PlayStation 5. Oh, um, I'm going to come over here and play it because... Uh... I wouldn't want to drop that much. Sure, oh. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> For the new Xbox, I'd have to, I mean, I, I don't have a game right now that I'm just here going, oh, if they made this for the new Xbox, I would buy it. I have to not mad, I don't. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Dead Space, Dead, if there was a new Dead Space coming out for the new Xbox, I would buy it day one. Uh, you know everything else. I, I, I there's just there's no games that I'm just here like oh I want to play it. I want to oh my gosh I need to get day one. There's rarely any games that will do that with me anymore. There's, oh what you don't want to play the new Last of Us? <laughs> you know, <laughs> speaking of which, the new Last of Us. Oh. We are going to have a review of that. Oh I I, I haven't beat the first one. They lost me. You need to play like, the first one. You need to play the first one. The first one is the first one is very good. I did play the first one, but then whenever it was more about the factions other than the zombies, sure. I stopped. I was like, why? We will have a Last of Us two, part two coming up. We will. Um, that is something that I'm going to get. Uh, the I did contact the uh, the creators of the game uh, they haven't got back with me yet they may get back with me whenever the game comes out I believe it's the 26th they're probably getting so much flag right sure, now sure they yeah. are I mean it, the reviews have been kind of back and forth people love it people hate it um, we'll see uh, I did like the first Last of Us but it was very slow it was very very slow it was 
And they want you to feel for a character who was literally on the screen for not even two or three I, minutes. I know. And, you and hear... it's like, how are you supposed to build a relationship with this? Whenever you... Right. And I, I, the first Last of Us I really enjoyed. I really did. Uh, the DLC I thought was pretty bad. I did not like the DLC. I haven't got that far it's, yet. It's a, it was not good. I did, it was a waste. I did not like the DLC. Ooh, they're definitely going to send you the new one now. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we'll see what happens. I, I, this is if we review it, you know, well, when we review it, it's going to be just us, you know, buying it and just reviewing it. That's just going to be it. There's, there's a no, you know, compensation or anything. No politics. No, it's just hey, time. we bought it. Here's our raw review. So, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, Last of Us Two. I've been watching reviews on it. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. But everybody, everybody that plays it has had the same exact problems with it so i'll just i'll leave it there it's always the ending that gets people you know apparently. it's not the ending actually in this really yeah it's people's expectations on like oh i expect it like this well sh i agree um but again i say i agree but i'm played it so we'll just we'll just see what happens we'll find out yeah we'll find out so so all right um bloodborne 2 if you guys want to make it you know, software, go right ahead. Um, oh, yeah. Those software games are amazing. They are. I mean, I would love for the bad guy, if you're the, I mean, I would like a... <sighs> Maybe if they actually had the uh, classical monsters. Sure. As the... Yeah. The, like, like, you know, you have Frankenstein, you have, you know, Dracula. As the bosses, that would be pretty See, that'd be neat. But also, you're getting to the point, like, you know, Dracula, like, is it getting to, like, you know, Castlevania stuff then? Right, right. I forgot about you know, I would. Tearing the line. It is. Um, the Wendigo, I think, would be neat. Some people talk about the Wendigo. Uh, that's kind of a neat little character. A um, Mothman. You know, but that's that's still getting in. Like, it's not 1950s. That's not 1950s. It's not, it's not the Mothman. It's just a giant moth. It's just a, just a <laughs> Mothra. huge. Mothra. It's a go. huge giant moth. The, the whole Godzilla time. creatures. Yeah. There we go. The whole time. Uh, so, but anyways, um, you know, Bloodborne 2, I hope they just just. Ultimately, if they just continue with the horror genre, we're going to love it. No, oh, I'll definitely play it. Yeah, I mean, I will. Um, if they have that, that'll make, that'll make me buy PlayStation 5. Uh, the, the new Xbox, I mean, I, man, I, right out of the gate, there is no game that's coming to my head going, oh, if they have that, I'll buy it. You know, if they have a new Halo, I'll wait. Yeah, because we grew up with the originals, so yeah. it's like... Yeah. You know, I'll wait just because it's I'm an adult, so I've found that's cheaper if I wait for a few months. If I wait, you know, for a few months to a year, I save a lot more a hundred to two hundred dollars, and I get some games that would have cost me more. So it's what adult adulting gives you wisdom, which is fantastic. Apparently, so, apparently, but <laughs> you know, again, hey, if Microsoft, Sony, you're listening. You want to send us a console? Hey, go right ahead. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll review the heck out of that thing. Oh, I will play it. That's yeah. Crazy. We will. And we'll tell you if it's good or bad. But They do. They do. They don't. They, don't, they probably won't. But. All right. So, anyways, um, this has been the Midnight 30 Podcast. Um, I am one of your hosts, Langel. Yeah, I'm sure, Mick. You are. And so, yeah. yeah. So, like, subscribe to us. Uh, thanks for listening to us, guys. We just were just some guys over here in the Midwest. Um, 
just talking about what we're doing. So we'll be back at you later on this week. And we are ghosts. See you guys. Uh, later.